Welcome back to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charma Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts. We offer a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. We very much appreciate you being with us tonight. We're talking about a problem most everybody shares to one degree or another. And the book is called The 10-Minute Sexual Solution. And our guest today is Dr. Darcy Luadzers, who has some very good suggestions on how you can overcome these problems in your relationship. Dr. Darcy, um, generally, I mean, it's way more that men have orgasms during sex, which is like a completion. More, They have that way more than women do. Where can a couple or a woman turn to figure out how the woman can get her share of the completion where both are, can be satisfied, which I can imagine only would make a relationship thrive even better? Well... In my book, I talk about, in two separate chapters, about helping women create sexual desire. Yes. And second, 10 minutes a day for women, for women to learn how to become orgasmic or more reliably orgasmic and learn how to be orgasmic through intercourse. Yes. Is that about 30% of women are reliably orgasmic through intercourse, about 30% of women sometimes have an orgasm, but they're not sure when it's going to come or why. Right. And about 30% of women don't have orgasms at all. Yes. So, and men, actually, it's not true that 100% of men have orgasms during intercourse. I was really shocked when I found out that it was in, like, the low 80s. I was also surprised by that. Yeah, I was really surprised. I thought it was sort of standard operating. It was like every time. Yeah. Hmm, I guess the other 18% are on Prozac and can't come. Because that's one of the problems with being on antidepressants is you have difficulty uh, achieving orgasm. Oh, uh, yeah. But the the truth is is that one of the reasons that women have low sexual desire, there's three major reasons for low sexual desire. Number one is anger in your relationship. And I hope later in this call we can address that and talk to couples about learning how to fight right so that they, when they take 10 minutes a day, to enjoy their intimacy together, that they're doing it with love and not with conflict. Sure. So number one is anger. Number two is sexual pain. And we can talk about that later as well. Sexual pain is a real reason that women don't want to or can't enjoy sex. Sure. And and there's, for most women, there's a simple solution for sexual pain. Sometimes it's very complex, the sexual dysfunction, but... In my experience, about 75% of the time, it's quite simple. They just need some education, and I'm here to give it to you. Okay, well, and, tell us. You know. All what, right, well, number three, you asked about number three, yeah, yeah. how women can have orgasms more reliably and mm-hmm. have pleasure from sex. Yes. Well, obviously, the first thing is that they don't have pain. Right. You know, I mean, I see women every single week in my office who come in because they have low sexual desire and their husbands are forcing them to come in or they're forcing themselves to come in because they're afraid their husbands are going to have an affair or they're afraid that they're going to leave them and they know that there's tension and they know that something needs to be done. But the truth is is that they, they have pain. But the number one reason for pain is the lack of sexual arousal, is that women, in order... To not have pain, women need to be sexually aroused. And I'm going to tell you something and your listeners something that very few people know, and I didn't know until after I trained as a sex therapist, is that I, 
grew up with the myth that a woman's vagina can accommodate any size penis. Well, that's not true. Although the average man's penis size is six inches long, the average size vagina of a woman is four inches long. But when a woman is sexually aroused, her vagina is six inches long, that it expands, lubricates, and the tissues become softer to allow an accommodation of a penis. The body is amazing, isn't it? Yeah, it really is amazing. So the average size woman and the average size man fit. And I tell people who are worried about size, especially guys, guys, don't worry about size. It's not size, it's fit. Nine out of ten times, women complain about a man being too big, not too small. Yes. Right. So you want to have a nice fit. But if you're going to have a good fit, a woman has to be aroused. And, you know, men learn, number one, how to have sex with a woman from pornography, from the adult film industry. Really good. (laughs) And the way that they have sex is... They come in and they're, the man is two feet long, hard to steal, lasts all night, and just put it in. <laughs> and the average woman needs to take at least an average of eight minutes to get aroused to be able to accommodate a man sexually. So we're, we're talking like uh, uh, get a referee for the playing ground. Men is two minutes, woman is eight minutes, you know, just to get started. Let the man have some respect for the woman and get everyone happy. Yes, there's actually a tribe in in Africa, and I, in one day in my life I'd like to visit this tribe, but in this tribe, of this primitive African tribe, that they train men in sex. And what the men are taught is that a woman has to have three orgasms first prior to penetration. <laughs> oh, that's good. Three. Oh, well, no, no wonder you want to go visit there. Yeah, we, I mean, they got some happy like, women floating around that yeah, tribe. Every time the guy comes around, he, they don't have any sexual dysfunction. No, in this I tribe. bet they don't. Yeah. They don't have sexless relationships. They don't have vaginismus or sexual pain. The woman, if she is aroused and orgasmic prior to intercourse, doesn't have pain. Because if you take a six inch object and put it into a four inch hole and you push against it over and over and over again, you will have pain. Yep, absolutely. You know this tribe you're talking about, I certainly wish that I knew about that approach younger in my life. I had no idea what you know how to do things except for I had a, a lustful, sexual, caring, intimate urge. And, well, and, that's good that you had that, but and many men do. Yeah. And that's why you know, there's not a hundred percent of women with sexual dysfunction. No. But there's, you know, 30% of women, and it's a lot of times because the adult film industry that's the educational tool isn't providing that information. That's right. Okay, one second. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts, offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. Don't forget to catch us Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday right here on CRN, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern. Our guest today, Dr. Darcy Luadzers, who's really helping us to understand sexuality so we can do it better in her book, The 10-Minute Sexual Solution. So it seems like so the woman doesn't get all backed up and go bitchy or get all backed up and go withdrawn or get angry or whatever, that the man caring for his woman would want to court her and court her emotions and and show her uh, he's her friend and he loves her and... 
share life with her, share, you know, share things with her, and that would begin to bring her out. Yeah, and it only takes 10 minutes a day. You know, it only takes 10 minutes a day to say, you know, to first sit down and ask, how is it that you'd like to be cared for? What feels caring to you? Mm-hmm. A lot of men, I answer that, and I said, well, I give her my paycheck. <laughs> and that's and true. It is partially. true. It is true. Hey, I like getting the paycheck. <laughs> I really like that. I like playing Monopoly. You know, and you go yeah. back, go, and you collect your your money, and you get to pay all your bills. That's yeah. cool. And your go. <laughs> Yay. That's awfully fun. But... That isn't how, I mean, it can be simple things. I like personally being cared for by my husband bringing the newspaper in and putting it on the table before he leaves for work, letting him know I thought about you while I went to work early and you were still sleeping. Right. Well, thank you for caring for me. I know you thought about me today. Wow, that makes me feel good. Yeah. It can be starting the coffee in the morning. It can be taking the garbage out without being asked. It can be telling somebody that they look beautiful. It can be so different between individuals that you have to sit down and ask a person, "How is it that you like to be cared for?" It's and you and it and within two to ten minutes a day, and then you do those things for each other. And when you feel you're cared for, like you're 16, and you get a text message, and it's like, "Yippee! I'm so loved." Mm-hmm. It's so little, and you have the foundation for an intimate connection. It's like not becoming the habit. You get sort of creative and do little interesting things. I send Keith these little emails from my computer to his, <laughs> and I always include this, I love you, or something on it, just, you know, a, a moment. And he does the same thing back. But it, like you say, these are just these little moments to get out of habit and remember to keep connecting, you know, so it hits the heart. Well, people are not taught how to maintain long-term relationships. No. They're taught about how to date. They're taught how to get married. They're taught how to, the basics of sex, but they're not taught how to maintain long-term relationships. And it's one thing we value in this country. I mean, it's really wonderful to have somebody that you're with for five years or ten years or fifteen years, and you share a family together or fifty years. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. It is. So you need to have these foundation of intimacy. But men who are not getting enough sex also need. A foundation of regular sex. Mm-hmm. So that, that we need to talk about how that can happen. That helps balance them. Yes, it does. And women need to realize that it's not just, oh, you're a guy, you need sex. It's like, no, I really truly have this physical urge. Sometimes it even feels like a curse that I have it, that I really need sex. Yes, I believe that's true. And you've agreed to be my only sexual partner in life, but you haven't had sex with me for three months. How can I remain faithful to you? Yeah, that's that's a really good point. Now, so, okay, let's say that's in a relationship. Where do you go from there? Well, I look at the three reasons that people have low sexual desire. You usually have a higher desire and a lower desire person. Yes. One reason is sexual pain that we brought up. Yes. If you're, you're, you're in a sexless relationship, ask your usually female partner, are you having pain during sex? And then explore, well, are you aroused enough so it doesn't hurt you? Right. That's important. Yep. That's number one. And I talk about that in detail in my book, The 10-Minute Sexual Solution. Very valuable book. 
number what the book is is really it's a sex therapy guide if if you can afford a sex therapist great but if you can't then you can have for $20 instead of $125 a sex therapy guide that you can use at home and in one month change your relationship there's a one month program in there for how to change your relationship from sex less to doubling your sex life in 30 days. Boy, great idea. And, you know, you mm-hmm. spell it out so well in your book. You know, this is a valuable book to get for a lot of people. Easy to read. Yeah, it's written for every person, the lower desire and the higher desire. But the number the number one reason, really, people don't have sex besides pain is anger. Yes. And that's not a sexy topic. And people have said, why do you write about a whole chapter about learn how to fight right? In a book on sex, you know, I wanted to hear how to get more, how to get more, how to get more. What's the problem? Or how to even want more. <laughs> it's like, okay, look, if you're pissed, you know, I mean, if you're angry, yeah. whether it's about the garbage not being taken out or that you didn't give me your paycheck, then you will, for a woman at least, and for some men, you have no sexual interest, none. None at all. That's right. It's totally gone. And you can even be in the mood and be like, okay, this is going to be a great weekend. It's going to be fun. And then somebody comes home and... Turn off. What, and you're turned off by something that angers you. Right. So in this book, I have a really good tool. And this tool was a tool of growth for me personally because I used to be horrible at fighting. I grew up in a family of eight sisters and brothers and parents who fought and a lot of competition, and the person who was the loudest and the quickest and the fastest and the sharpest and the yep. person who could pick the prick, the pin the prick into the balloon the fastest was the one who won. Mm-hmm. So that's not a really good preparation for marriage. No. <laughs> so <laughs> I had to learn how to fight right. And really, the number one factor, not not sex and not money, that breaks up marriage is a lack of an ability to resolve conflicts. Yep, I if you're sitting it. around and you're angry at each other because you can't decide who's supposed to do the dishes, you're not going to have sex. I think there's too many parents who aren't bothering to teach their kids how to fight properly. My yeah. parents, when they were going to have a fight, they'd run off to the bedroom and have it behind closed doors. We had no clue no what clue. to do. They'd come out reasonably settled, and we had no idea how they got there. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmé Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts, offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. Don't forget to catch us Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays, Fridays and Saturdays, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. Our guest today, Dr. Darcy Luadzers, who has written the book, The 10-Minute Sexual Solution. You know, we only have about another two minutes in this segment, about four minutes uh, before we end this hour. So I just wanted to let our audience know that uh, Dr. Darcy will be with us for the second hour of the show today. And we're going to get into more specifics on how to fight right. Also, you know, how to take care of your anger so that that doesn't need to be the problem. And the ins and outs of the 10-minute sexual solution we'll cover in the next hour so that people have directions to go. So um, how do you resolve conflict? You know, how do you fight right? Well, I have a list of 10 rules. 
and they're in the book, but the number one thing is, is no yelling and screaming. The first, and since we only have a minute here, the first thing is, if so, the first time somebody screams or yells is you stop and you take a time out. You don't indulge in screaming back. When somebody says, well, I have a temper, what it means to me is that you've convinced everybody around you that you don't have to take responsibility for your anger. Right. <laughs> that's very that's good. A great tactic that's, for a bully. That's very good. Right. So first of all, if it gets to the to the heated level of yelling, stop. Yelling, screaming, or cussing. Yep. Yeah. Or and name calling. Yep. Okay. Exactly, and the cussing. Okay. Break time. Again, you're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, the 10-minute sexual solution with Dr. Darcy Luadzers. It's a great book. We recommend it. Stay with us. We're going to have more, and we'll have more in the second hour. Hang on.